happy Saturday. Happy return to Amelie Arena. And the Leafs pull out a fourth unexpected win against Tampa in a row. Welcome to Game Over Toronto. I am Lauren Williamson. On the other lovely, handsome side of the screen is Handsome Hunter Patel. Welcome on, buddy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited to be finally covering a Leafs win. Um, <laughs> I was on the last game with Fouad and uh, thoroughly disappointed with that loss. Today, I mean, we started off, I was fully expecting another loss, but thank God we clutched it up in the third. Yeah, man. Uh, that last 10 minutes, it's funny. I'm like watching the game and there's 10 minutes to go. I'm sitting on my couch making friendship bracelets with my wife like a genius and mm -hmm. uh, watching the game and taking my notes. And I'm like... I'm not even panicking. She's like, she actually made me one that says calm down. Because <laughs> I, was, I was doing the thing where I was sitting there just holding my face. But uh -huh. I wasn't that... If they played the whole game like they did in the first period, they lose like 10 to 1. But yeah. it changed in the second period. And with 10 minutes to go, I looked at my wife and I said, you know the crazy thing? I've seen them comebacks from bigger gaps than this in less time than this so let's see what happens mm -hmm. and lo and behold matthew nyes comes through the rookie saving the team <sighs> unexpected Crazy. win on a saturday night man unexpected win i was fully prepared like after that first period i was like oh this is gonna be such a bad game this is one of those yep. games that like if i was watching it and i didn't have to stream it would have been one that like i turned off after the first period to be like i just need to take a break uh -huh. but i couldn't because Notes. Notes <laughs> and then you come back a, you come back a little while later and uh you're like what just happened yes 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 <laughs> absolutely you you mentioned uh matthew and we'll get into that more but we will surprisingly max domi creating those chances eh? a little tidbit we'll Ooh. definitely talk about that because oh my god thank you he's finally arrived ah oh, fantastic just absolutely fantastic he must be so relieved eh like, even though mm -hmm. there hasn't, I'm not going to say there's been a lot of, like, heat on him regarding that this season so far, but there's been, like, a little bit, and I, I'm i sure the pressure that so. he's putting on himself and that his dad is putting on him is probably more than enough, so I imagine oh, yeah. that was a monkey off the back moment for him. Um, if you are just joining, this is Game Over Toronto. My name is Lauren. We have Harnish on tonight, and we are celebrating another Leafs win over the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, an unexpected win, although it doesn't matter if it's unexpected because... It still matters in the W column. So let's mm -hmm. talk about the game, shall we? Yep, uh, yep. So my notes, it's funny, because I normally do like a half page for each period. The ha the first period, I have half a page. The second period, I have four bullet points. That's it. Four. <laughs> um, okay. Right out of the game. And what about the third and OT? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that two pages long no, each? No, no, no. The third is like lots of like nisey and big, 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 big font, big, bold, happy, <laughs> lots of underlining excitedly letters. Um, but let's get to that after we get to the first period. So right away, uh, Poppy gets a shot like 15 seconds in. They both trade shots. And then William yeah. Nylander actually, for the first time this season, puts the Leafs up to start the game. I can't believe yep. it's game five and that's something we have to celebrate is the fact that they didn't get scored on first <laughs> they finally came and showed up yeah and willie that that connection from jt as well just absolute beauty it was so good to see them finally strike first because it's a hockey game the the, yeah. the team that strike that scores first they're at a huge huge advantage right and the leafs like the first two games that, that, that or the the two games that we did win they the only reason we won was because of a hat trick at the end of the day right yep 
when you score first, you put the pressure on on the Lightning. And um, the Lightning, you got to remember, this isn't the same Lightning team that we played in the playoffs, right? Nope. Like, they're missing a lot of guys. We talk about the salary cap affecting, like, the Leafs big time. The Lightning, I mean, they've been absolutely victimized by the salary cap. Like, the most recent casualties, I mean, who's Alex Kalorn, Ian Cole, Corey, uh, uh, Perry as well, leaving. And now Vassy, he was injured too, right? Yeah. We got to remember, we did. Jonas Johansson in net for them today. Clearly not a problem. This guy played fucking fantastic today. Holy crap. But yeah, like this this is a team that's that's been stripped apart. And the Leafs finally, for once, took it to them. Yeah. And I was so happy to see that. And it was funny. Uh, sorry, just one quick thing. No, please. I think before before the game, like uh there, there was a couple comments about um uh like what what this game meant for uh for Tampa. Uh, coming back or the Leafs coming back obviously we saw like the 4-1 or, or the uh the, the series clinching game that that the Leafs played against Tampa they yep. played really well well I mean really well not really they, they played they well stole, enough to win the series <laughs> they stole the series from them yeah exactly and um I I can't remember who was asked about it but one of the uh one of the Tampa players were asked about how they felt playing Toronto again and he said the sting of that series still lingers with them, and they want to make a statement against uh, against the Leafs, right? Um, and I, the the reason why I'm bringing this up is like yesterday or uh, a couple games ago against the Panthers, we saw the, the they had the whole ceremony with the Leafs in their in their uh, their arena, right? And they were chanting, "We want, uh, we want uh, Florida and whatnot," right? Yep. Um, Tampa was was out for for vengeance this game, especially Kucherov. Yeah, man, they were they were on it. They yeah. were on it in that first period. Yeah, they uh, even though the Leafs do take the early lead, um, it you know how many how many seconds later was it? So the Leafs scored first four four sixteen in, and then Nyes mm-hmm. took a penalty, and at, two minutes later, I think. Yeah, not even. Um, and then, so nice take a penalty on Sergachev, which shouldn't have been a penalty. The note that I have is little awareness of his size and, <laughs> and strength, because that's the second penalty, like in a couple of games for nice, where there shouldn't have been a penalty called on him. It's literally just, that's how big he is. And he, yeah, di- he's I, a big boy. He's a big dude. And I think that he is probably growing into his body to some degree, still being like, mm-hmm. not realizing how big he is. Like. Listen, I've been on this planet for 34 years and I still like smash into walls all the time because I'm not paying attention. And I can only imagine like when you've spent so much time working out and like getting your body so much so prepped and like so large, you don't really have a good solid understanding of just how <laughs> strong your body might be. And like what I don't think it happened in the game against Florida, was it? Like where Nyes got called for that other penalty? Yeah, it was. It was, was it against, against Florida. Florida? And I think there was there was also one. Um, who was it? It was one of our defensemen, another big guy. He one of the the, the Panthers players just turned into him, and because yes. obviously that's it's massive. Like yeah. they just completely fall down, and <laughs> it looks a lot worse than it's supposed to be. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, but I will say on that play, I mean. There was a couple penalties that the Leafs took that were kind of yeah. bad. So that's what I was going to get to. So that yeah. was a, that was the first penalty. And the Tam- Tampa takes no time to capitalize, right? 15 seconds, mm-hmm. like, off the draw, basically. Bing, bang, boom. It's what in. a shot by Kuchman. What a shot. And, and he gets basically the same goal, like, five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spot. 
And it was and just... another power play goal too. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's just it. Right. Like, even though we score first, we, we take a penalty like within two minutes of that, which is something we have a bad habit of doing so far mm-hmm. this season. We get a goal and we take a penalty within, you know, 120 seconds of getting that goal. And, of course, Tampa is Tampa, and they have Nikita Kucherov, who's Nikita Kucherov, and they tie the game. And then mm-hmm. another penalty is called. No, uh, Chernak is called for interference. Uh, it was another and- lightning goal in between it. Uh, that was yeah, another Kucherov yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. 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 But um, talking about the next penalty, I guess, we'll talk about the penalties first, and then we'll go back on that one. That was another uh, – the third uh, the third goal by the lightning was a McCabe hooking, like, right? Another penalty that the Leafs uh, that the Leafs went on. Yes. No, and another one-timer. On Bert- oh, the trip. Sorry. Um, and, again, another one-timer by, by Kucherov just – in his bread and butter spot, right? Yeah. Um, Sammy, like, I in the second goal, he just wasn't able to track it quick enough. I think it was just too quick. It was like four seconds in the start of um, that penalty. The first goal, he should have he should have at least been like been able to track it, been able to see where it was kind of going. Um, they were hard shots. Like, don't get me wrong, Kucherov has a nasty shot, right? It, sure. It's it's not an easy thing for anyone to get, right? I wouldn't want to stand in front against, of it. Exactly. But you played against this guy in a, in a hard-fought series, I mean, just last summer, right? Or this summer, I guess, or spring. And um, you know what Kucherov does. Like, this is his yeah. bread and butter. That he, He's a penalty, like, specialist. And then he, he absolutely has a massive shot. And you got to be aware of that kind of stuff, right? And especially after that first goal, like, you got to be aware of the second one. The second one is in the exact same spot, right? Yeah. Um, well, so, and even, even the Berbule goal... Like, mm-hmm. it, Kucherov was standing in the same spot, except that instead of Baraboulet passing it back, he just mm-hmm. banks one in, right? Just one times it right into top shelf. And yeah. very quickly, the Tampa's up 2-1. And then, you know, another five minutes after that, Tampa's now up 3-1, right? And it yeah. was just, there were a couple of good chances to end the period for the Leafs, right? Like, the Leafs end the, end the first period on the, on the power play with uh, Mikey Azumont playing with a broken stick. That was the penalty called with a minute and 56 seconds to go in the first. Um, but the Leafs do end the period uh, down 3-1. And it was it was bad. Like, yeah. right from the from the puck drop, like, there were a couple of players that looked really good. Obviously, William Nylander playing like it's a contract year, which, big surprise. Um, other than that, like, there were a couple... It, it seemed like more of the same of what's been happening for at least the beginning of the season where... It's missed passes. It's passes to nowhere. It's being half a stride off. It's being, oh, the person that I have been playing with, and we'll talk about Keith bringing the blender out already so much later. Um, like, you're still not, they're still not cohesive. And even just the other night in the post game interview, Keith's answer, okay, what does it take for these guys to get chemistry? Time. Okay, great. Then maybe leave them together a teensy bit more because mm-hmm. as soon as, as soon as it, as soon as the lease went down, the blender came out. Now, part of that was because Joseph Wall was put in net basically 12 minutes into the first period. He, he should have just yeah. started the game. In hindsight, he should have started. Right? Can we agree <laughs> it, on that now? No, I agree. I mean, I have loved Wall from uh, from last season or last season as well. I've been a huge fan of his. I think he's a really, really smart yeah. goalie. I think he's just positionally, it seems like, he doesn't scramble as much, I would say. Yeah. Like Sammy, you see him having to make some acrobatic saves or having to to really use his reflexes. I think Wall is just 
really good at just being in the right position to begin with. And then when he needs to make those those flashy saves or whatnot, it's a slight movement here or there, right? Because he's I already think, in the right position. Exactly, exactly. I've been a huge fan of his. Um, and tonight, I mean, he got put in with Sammy Lee blocking, what, like one in four shots? I think he let in yeah. three goals on four shots. Three goals on four um, shots. Yeah, it was it was a tough, tough time for, yeah. for Wall to get in there. Tough start but, for Sammy. Yeah, tough start for Sammy, but but Wall coming into it, right? You, yeah. All the pressure's on the Leafs, all the momentum is, uh, is with the Lightning, and for him to step in there not expecting to even play or start, fantastic. Fantastic tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk about the goalie, the now now seemingly budding goalie controversy in Toronto in the second half of the show, but... Mm. You know, let's get to the second period with the five notes because it seemed like when the Leafs came back in the second period, there was a little bit more oomph to their stride. There was a little bit better placement of their passes. There was a little bit better sticks in the lanes. They seemed to be getting in Tampa's way a little bit more when it came to blocking passes, intercepting, etc. But mm-hmm. they were still having a really hard time having any sustained zone pressure. Like, there yeah. were a couple times where they were getting into the zone, but then they dump it and Tampa gets it back right away. And that was super frustrating mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, and, and one thing that you got to credit uh, Tampa for, I mean, they are just really good, like you said, just getting sticks in the lane, just getting getting bodies in 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 the right positions, right? Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that that really just just frustrates the leaps, right? And we talked about the the penalty as well, right? In the first period, right? The two that caused the goals, yeah. Like the leaps were on a five on three at this in this period as well. When you're yep. when you're taking these penalties, like the momentum just shifts towards the lightning's favor right you get flashbacks of kucherov pulling two rabbits out of a hat right um and the penalties that they took again i I don't want to keep chirping on the penalties but stupid penalties i think it's warranted here yeah exactly like the the check on the head uh by by uh uh who was it killed klingberg yeah yeah that was a stupid stupid play like i understand hegel was kind of coming into it and he Klingberg is just a bigger guy kind of nudges him and whatnot like i'm, I'm more okay with it but i just think that it, you you need to be smarter with your body or whatnot but the one that really pissed me off was the kneelander trip and penalty that well, already on the pk <laughs> yeah exactly and and the the thing is the 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 penalty that he took was in the lightning zone. It wasn't a, a, a scoring chance for for uh, the bolts like in in our in our zone, right? Yeah. They were in the lightning zone, right off of a faceoff. There was really nothing going on with that play, and it was just a stupid, a stupid, it was a like, stupid reach. mistake. Exactly. Like there, there was no reason to take that penalty, and you put the team on a five on three. Yeah. And not it, good no and and like you said to start your 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 little speech there um which was again was totally warranted it's klingberg stepping up on brandon hagel who went to the room for concussion protocol and mm-hmm. thankfully he did come back to the bench right listen yeah. i like hockey as much as the next person but i want to see the best players on the ice and i don't like it when even the other team's players get hurt no one wants to see anybody get hurt as mm-hmm. long as you have half a soul that's what you believe anyway and I think Klingberg, if Klingberg is three inches shorter, that's not a penalty because his shoulder's lower. Like, I do yeah. think to some degree there wasn't anything that he could do if he was going to try and stop the play. Like, mm-hmm. was there maybe a bit more of a lean than I would have liked? Sure. But, you know, if that's the only penalty that the Leafs take in the second period, I'm probably not mad about it, as mad about it. Now, yeah. having said that, you're still taking a penalty when 
on the two penalties that they've already taken, they've scored goals both times. So mm, maybe don't. Like, find a different way to squeeze them against the wall instead of using your shoulder to, to turn it into a, you know, a sledgehammer against Brandon Hangel's <laughs> head, please. And then, yeah, like, the Willie trip with 26 seconds to go in the PK was just, like, reckless. And it's moments like that where I'm like, see, this is why William Nylander, even though he's so good and he's been so good so far this season – he shouldn't be on the PK. Like he's just more likely to take stupid risks like that in an, in a, in a bad scenario. Like I, I don't think he usually plays on the PK to start with because he he's okay defensively, but he, like when he's on and he wants to do a really clean stick lift, William Nylander is one of the best at stick lifts in the game. Like he he's unbelievable at it, but he's also someone that gets a little bit overconfident and maybe overreaches a little bit more and has taken some bad penalties in the past and, like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you, you've already lost body position. Okay, so then take the person that's trailing and let the defense take, you know, the, the person that's streaking down the ice. Like, that's their job. You reaching, you know, reaching around with your stick and tripping him is putting us in an even worse position. And thank heavens they they kill the, the five on three and then the, the, you know, following penalty as well. That was great. And that seemed like the real momentum changer in the second period because – you know, the first period they get caved in on the P- on the PK by Kucherov. Thanks very much, Nikita. And then the second period they have a five on three and they kill it. And maybe playing in front of Wool gives them a little bit more confidence because there were a couple saves that Joseph Wall made this game that you have to imagine that the guys after feeling like, you know, maybe Sammy couldn't stop a beach ball in the first 15, you get a little bit more swagger and you feel a little bit more confident and you – you feel a little bit safer on the back end. You can turn your back to the net and not be as afraid that a juicy rebound is going to come up. Yeah, exactly. Just it's more so just settling in and and just playing, playing how you're you you know he can play right. Yeah, and yeah, piggybacking off of the Neilander thing, um, <laughs> we can't nail him too much. I mean, we'll get to OT, but and the way yes. he's been playing so far in the season, fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, it's just blips of of. Um, Bad habits. Just last lack of concentration, I guess, or just make it a, like it's it's just blips, right? Yeah. Here and there, and and this is it's pretty much like we're, we we're known, or th- this is a pretty known like thing that that happens with Willie, right? It's it's happened on numerous occasions and in, in all the other seasons as well. Uh, it's just a thing that I guess he has to kind of work on and minimize as much as possible. Yeah, and that's all that we can hope for, right? Like, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that listen, it's still only game five, right? I'm sure that by the end of the season. All kinds of unexpected things are going to happen, and all kinds of players are going to take unexpected strides. Like I am yeah. very confident by the but that by the end of the season, William Nylander is resigned because he's playing like he wants a contract. Please, and I please. yes, please for for Christmas, my birthday, my anniversary, whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, I'm also accepting Easter presents, Brad. That would be great because the more he plays the way that he can the more I don't want to lose William Nylander. Like, Mm -hmm. because he really is so good. He's so good. And if he was to just let up a little bit on taking stupid penalties, maybe he's able to, you know, there's more argument for him to be worth $10 million, right? But it really felt like as the Leafs killed off that five on three, they got more momentum. And even though they didn't score in the second period, it really felt like they were starting to get a lot more sustained zone time, better chances, better looks. And one of the first notes that I have in the third period is that uh, Jonas Johansson, as the game went on, had to play in more and more like Vasilevsky because by the end of the, by the third period, you know, the Leafs had something like 
close to 40 shots on goal. They still only had got one in the net, but there was a lot more sustained pressure, a lot better looks, and they just seemed to be playing better as the game went on. And lo and behold, with 7.49 to go in the game, Matthew Nyes finally banks a second goal in for Toronto uh, from a beautiful, beautiful saucer pass from Max Domi. Mm-hmm. I believe it's his first point as a Leaf. Is that right? Uh, for for Max. Domi? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, think it might I mean, be. he's. And it's I, I'll check it up. But... And it's obviously yeah. If you could do that while while I'm while I'm chatting, and then um, you know, Nyes gets his first official NHL goal of the regular season because you know there's an argument that playoff goals don't count, which is absurd because those are the goals that in argument in all arguments' sake probably matter the most. Uh, he gets his mm-hmm. first regular season goal, and he looked so stoked. And lo- and then two minutes and twenty two seconds later, he banks another one to tie it from Max Domi again. And as he goes around the boards behind the the Lightning's net, Max Domi literally just, like, tackle hugs Matthew Nyes, and they're both just, like, screaming in each other's faces. And it was so it good. Was, like, you have to keep yeah. those guys together now, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it it was, first of all, it was so, so good to see because um, the way Domi played, uh, especially that last game against the Panthers, he was just mentally checked out. I mean, yeah. the 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 three uh, what was it? Icings in a row, three or four icings in a row, and then the the bad line change where he was slow to get off the ice, which yeah. caused a, a uh, uh, an offside uh, as well that that ruined a chance for Nylander in the last Panthers game. This like there was a lot of pressure on him, a lot of criticism, justifiably so. And like you said, I mean, his dad's a legend over here. The the it must be heard in him and it must uh, he must have put all that pressure on him and to finally be able to put that past him and and clutch up get a great great pass to nice was insane yeah. and the way that he did it was moving his feet that's yeah. what we've been telling him to do the entire time just keep moving skate hard and both times like he in the 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 first goal uh, of Matthew Nice it was what um uh, he hustled along the boards, I believe, yep. and then drive the puck straight to to Nyes or connected with him, and Nyes was able to bury it. And in that second goal uh, of Nyes, it was a uh, uh, a lightning that he picked the the puck off. I think it was Hagel, yeah, and um, was able to connect with the uh, with Nyes over there as yeah. well. It's it's just Domi playing like we know how he can play. Like right, he's an offensive guy. He's he's really good with passing. He's really good with drive and play. And this is exactly what we saw out of him today. And the relief, the passion, the excitement out of him. I mean, I think he's full. He's he, this is the start of him finally being dialed in and and just getting it. I I think he's just locked in from this moment and yeah like nice and domi they didn't they didn't start the 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 game together right domi was on that that uh that fourth uh the fourth line i believe with pontus um and uh nice was on that second line with jt right and um just mixing the lines around and whatnot because obviously you wanted to put marner matthews and willie to try to get some offense going right um it just ended up working out and it worked out beautifully. And yeah, like you said, like there's no way you can separate these guys now. <laughs> they love each other. They connected twice and they saved the game for the Leafs. It wasn't off of a Matthews hat trick. It wasn't off of like the top four guys. It was off of our depth. Yeah. Domi and Nyes truly saved the game for the Leafs today. And yeah. I am 
all for it. I think he has to be as relieved as we are, right? Also, uh, mini shout out to Liberal in the chat. Max had one assist before tonight. Thank you very much, chat. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I imagine that now that he has a couple under his belt, he has a little bit of confidence, some of that he has seemingly instant chemistry with, with Matthew Nyes. I mean, listen, <laughs> there are worse people that we could pair Matthew Nyes with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, there are worse people that he could. This is a guy who killed it from. with Dallas in the yes. playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine, listen, there's when the Leafs signed Max Domi, lots of people from other teams came in, including our own Andrew Berkshire. Hello, Andrew. Um, was talking about, oh, Leafs fans are getting a little bit too excited about Max Domi. He's not his dad. And it's like, he didn't think that he's his dad. And, you know, we are all very aware. I think if you are a Leafs fan, you have probably watched more Max Domi highlights than you're willing to admit, even though he was playing for other teams. Um, <laughs> because we all kind of kept a, a small like fourth eye far away on this player because we all kind of hoped maybe one day he would come and play in the blue and white. And thankfully he has. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that he, there was a little bit of jitters to some degree. Right. And so yeah. for him to have the, the, the third period that he did for him to make those couple interceptions, the point that you made about him moving his feet, there was the one play earlier in the game. I think it was in the second period where he got, he took the puck from the Leafs end into the neutral zone and he just like stopped. Like he just stopped full up and was like, what's like looking, looking, looking. <laughs> and then he made a bad pass and the puck went the other way and they didn't yeah. score thankfully. But when he keeps moving his feet, he's so fast and he mm -hmm. is such a good playmaker. Like, is he Matt? Is he not Matthew nice? Is he Matthew Kachuk? Maybe not. Is he Brady Kachuk? No. Is he Mitch Marner? No, definitely not. But he has these glimpses and these moments where he's his pass selection is just unbelievable in his timing and the speed that he has. And even though the second goal by Matthew Nice very nearly didn't go in, right? Like Ma Max Domi passes it to him in the slot. He sort of whiffs on it a little bit, but the stutter step of that led to Jonas Johansson going down early. And of course, yeah. Matthew Nice um, banks it in the net and oh, those two guys just look so jacked. So we have to imagine that Matthew Nice probably got the belt tonight. Is that right? What do you think? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, he's, he's his first, I would say his first school as a, um, on the, in the regular season for the Leafs, but yeah. I think the guy got two. So yeah, yeah. yeah he hundred percent deserves the bell. And you know, what'd be really cool is if he, uh, if he just took, got a, got Domi to the side and was like, all right, here, you know what? We'll, we'll carry this together. This is for both of us yeah. tonight. That would be so sweet. Because truly you could, Nice did doesn't get those two goals if Domi doesn't move and get, get in the right positions, right? You took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. Like, if it's not for Max Domi making those two passes as well as he does, then we lose 3-1 and, you know, I'm screaming instead of laughing and crying. Um, <laughs> but then we go to overtime, right? And there were chances yes. both ways. Um, Joseph Wall, again, showing how good he is, how calm he is, nice and nice and composed, nice and tall in the net, eh? When they go around the edge of the net, he's so much taller than Samsonov. Like there's significantly less room between the shoulder and the top and the top of, and the bottom of the bar. Um, and then our captain, Jonathan Tavares, scoring yeah. with fifty four seconds left in overtime, saving us all from a Saturday night shootout. And uh Oh, that must have felt good for them, eh? Like, do you think it that they JT like playing? It was JT as well. Yeah, do you, I know. Do you think that, like, do you think that they're, like, a little bit higher after that win now? Because they're like, hey, we did it again. Ha-ha. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just 
just gonna say it was a JT goal that got them through the first round as well. And uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, come on, you guys have the the Lightning's number at this point. JT getting that that OT goal, and just the fact that um, they had a rough start and they were able to claw and itch and just nail their way back and and just grab victory by the throat right it's it's you gotta feel good especially like the last couple of games right they were on a skid of two right and uh yeah. being able to win tonight it was it was massive um and even matthews on on that ot he had so many good chances i think the leafs like they probably outshot the um uh, the bolts like what six or five to one or five to yeah. two or whatnot. It, it seemed, was crazy. It seemed they, like it seemed like every trio that went on the ice had at least one good chance when they. Oh were yeah, on. and they were controlling it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they weren't given they weren't given the bolts an inch, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um and yeah, finally JT getting it done. Or sorry, uh, Nylander actually. I think it was Nylander who got who. Uh, Is that who they gave it to? I. Think okay, so? well, I could chat, can wrong. we do stick taps for the goal regardless oh, no, of who John, won it? Tavares, it was, it was Tavares. Tavares. Yeah, it yeah, ended well, up being Tavares. I think he got a little stick on it at the end. Regardless, though, chat, both of them Drop fantastic. your sticks in the in the chat for, for the game-winning goal by John Tavares. What a goal, man. <laughs> he just looks so stoked. And maybe not the most exciting goal that he's ever scored in that building, but must have felt pretty good after the last couple games, like you said. Now, yeah. we've reached the end of the game, so let's talk about the newest controversy, shall we? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Ilya Samsonov, Sammy, Mr. Smiles, listen, I love you, but you let in three goals on four shots, and at least yep. one of those you should have had. I know arguably that, two. I know arguably two. I will get let let's just go with the one for now. It's it's early season, okay? Uh that the second Kucherov goal he should have known was coming. Yeah, 100%. It's so. in the same slot, same location as the first one. Yep. Just a little bit faster. Instead of 15 seconds, it was four seconds, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I truly think Sammy, he wasn't expecting it. And I think he might have lost track of the puck because he was just really slow reacting and trying to cover up that side. I I, I don't know what to say. He like, looks that hurt. Second... I, and I don't want to say that. He doesn't look good. He doesn't look good so far this season. I'm I'm ready to say it. I'll step in front of the fire. I don't care. I'll take the bullet. Um, he hasn't looked good so far this season. And every game that oh. Joseph Wells played, even though they haven't won all of them, he's looked steadier. He's looked mm-hmm. calmer. His positioning is better. His rebound control is better. His anticipation of where moves are going to happen is better. He has an easier time seeing through the crowds and seeing over and seeing where the puck actually is. I think you we have to consider the fact that they need to give Joseph Wall a couple starts in a row just to see what happens, man. Like, listen, this is the last game until Tuesday who they're playing the Caps, and then we're playing yeah. Dallas. Now, neither of those teams is anything to scoff at, right? Like, both of those teams are could make the playoffs. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. They're not, you know, slam dunks, but they make the playoffs. You have to consider starting Wall at least one or two of those. Right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially after the the game that he had today, like, come on, he he essentially, for all intents and purposes, he had to shout out himself, right, for today. Um, you gotta support your guys. You gotta you gotta give them their flowers when they're due, right? He played really well, and now you gotta kind of ride it out with him, right? Just yeah. give him some support. I mean, and, and that's not to say that that we're gonna completely bury like Sammy. I mean, Sammy no. is still a good goalie, and he's still gonna get his chances, but. 
Um, and, and I mean, like, look back to the last season. We thought Murray was going to be our number one guy and ended up being Sammy by the end of it, right? They yeah. kept flip-flopping. It wasn't but... by the end of it. It was by halfway through the year. Exactly, exactly. And uh, But that's what I mean. Like, you, it's still very early on, but right now, Wall is the guy. He's he's hot. He's he's reading the plays really well, just exactly like you said. And uh, you got to ride with him for a little bit. Yeah. I think that's the right call. You got a lot of time in between those two games, too. If you want to start it for both of them, you honestly very well could. Yeah. And there's a looks like there's lots of people in chat agreeing with us that they should give Wall a, ch- a chance. Some people in chat are going so far as to saying we should give the Wall-Jones tandem would be sick. Uh, I think it's a little bit early for that. Yeah. I do yeah. still think that Samsonov could come back and have a really good hot streak, but I am a big believer in riding the hot goalie. Uh Let's look at what's happening in Chicago. No one thought those goalies were going to be worth the spit on the sidewalk. And yet, I believe Chicago is still undefeated in this season. Are they? I think so. Oh, man. Like, none of us saw that coming. Peter Morazic playing like Dominic Hasek. I did not have on my bingo card for this season of (laughs) of hockey. But I just, the way Samson, some of the goals that Samsonov has led in so far this season, like, Fair, fair dinkum, some of them weren't his fault, right? The one through traffic, and you don't see it, there's nothing you can do about that, really. Or tips, mm-hmm. there's been a couple tip goals that you don't have a chance on, right? Like, if you think the, the puck's going here, and it's going 90 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden it's a foot and a half lower than we thought it was going to be, probably not going to be able to save that. But there was at least one goal tonight that should have been caught by him. And then if you do yeah. that, then maybe, you know, the Leafs can get back in it a little bit sooner. But, it, man, three goals on four shots is just not good enough. It's, it's just it's not. not. It's not. It's and not. the thing is, like, that second goal, you could make it an argument. I mean, there was a defensive breakdown there, right? Yeah. Um, like, But those happen! Or Exactly. Boulay <laughs> should not have, have been completely alone in that situation. Uh, one thing, though, I will give credit to, to the Lightning for. I mean, you got Johansson in there tonight, uh, or in the last couple of games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they are all supporting their guy they're getting guys in yeah. the lanes they're getting sticks in the lanes they're 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 doing their damn best uh, to help support this this guy who you know is not going to be their their starting goaltender once Vasi gets back right mm-hmm. um the leafs like that second goal they kind of let uh let sammy out to dry there was a couple other games right where we let our goaltender out to dry a little bit so that's although sammy yes he he had a bad bad game and I, that's completely obvious everyone knows that the Leafs have to do a better job in general of supporting their guys and just not leaving their guys out to dry that's yeah. that's one thing that they they truly need to, to to work on in my opinion yeah I totally agree and and it's just really troubling to see Sammy play like that when he looked pretty decent in the preseason like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what to feel about this because it just feels very much tumultuous and more tumultuous than I would really like for it to be. Also, I was wrong. They are not undefeated. My I think bad. it's like they've got two losses, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Something three like, and two. No, they're two and three. So I was two and even three. more two wrong. And three. So okay. my bad. You're right, chat. I was wrong. Uh, but even still, like they've had better goaltending than anyone thought that they were going to be. Even though they haven't won a bunch of games, they're still playing better than they have been because than expected and part of the reason of that is they've had good goaltending and isn't yeah. it surprising that good goaltending can get you so far like i was talking to andrew the other day about the cost of and this was even on like the first stream this season when we had rachel dorian and we were talking about like the cost of it and maybe that's just karmic or whatever but carrie price will steal a series 
And the Leafs have not had a goalie that could even get close to stealing them a series. But Joseph Wall so far, maybe not this year and maybe not even next year, but he is looking like one of those goalies that in a couple of years with a little bit of time, a good opportunity and solid defense in front of him, he might be one of those nice steady Eddie goalies that the Leafs and Leaf fans have been waiting for for so fucking long, man. Like, yeah. we're just starving for somebody that's going to give us consistency because the last couple of years, it's been so, so, so up and down. Like, when was the last goaltender that we had that was a mainstay character that didn't have these ridiculous games where they just looked awful? Like, even going back to, like, Freddie Anderson, like, we know what, like, October Freddie looks like. Right? Exactly. Like, that yeah. was a joke. And, like, Jack Campbell, <laughs> Peter Morazic, Matt Murray, um, even Ilya Samsonov now, he's having these he's having these goals where they shouldn't just be let in. And he's having multiple games like this in a row. And it seems like yeah. we keep getting goalies, and maybe it's because we aren't willing to pay $7 million for players like Connor Hellebuck. I wish we would. But part of that is, is the fact that we haven't had anybody that's consistent. And when we see that they're in goal, we go – it's okay. At least this person's in goal tonight. Right. And it feels like Joseph wall again, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe as the season goes on and in the next couple of years, he becomes that for us. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and the thing is with the way that the Leafs are kind of strong with the the cap, they don't have the luxury to go out there and spend a ton of money on uh, a, a proven goaltender, right? Yeah. Uh, someone who who is the top of the, the class, the cream of the crop um, in the NHL, right? That's not something that the Leafs, Leafs have the luxury of doing, right? So you got to go with someone that uh, that you've raised in your, your your development team. you And so someone that's homegrown, right? That's exactly what Wall is. Yeah. Um, Willie be the best goaltender in the league probably not but he doesn't have to be in my opinion no. as long as he's he's a top five goaltender i mean the rest of our team should be able to uh to to carry carry it out right like what you're looking for in in a goaltender in my opinion is someone who obviously is going to make the saves that they need to and then make a couple saves that you don't expect them to yeah and that's exactly what i saw out of wall today that's what we've seen out of wall in, in uh, the last season as well and there's no reason to believe that that's not going to be what we see in the future, right? If anything, he's going to get better. Like, yeah. just add more time under him, uh, give him some more comfort. Maybe the team helps him out a little bit more. And uh, yeah, like, you're, you're, you gotta, we have a really good tandem at this point. I think Sammy, it, there's a little bit of jitters right now, but I, I don't think that he is, is, uh, this is indicative of what his talent is. I mean, he's a way better goaltender than he yes. showed today, than he showed so far in the season. Um, and I think we truly have a a pretty good tandem this year. Way better than last year, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? And I think that there's a good chance he bounces back, right? Like exactly. Five goals is not a goal he make. And yeah. he hasn't even started every game. Has he had to be, a sh you know, a rocky beginning to the season? Sure. But, like, the Leafs were no spring chicken last year at the beginning of the season either. Like, they did not play well oh, the yeah. season. Remember that bad road trip? <laughs> I try not to. I try not to. Um, I, I covered that. I think there was, like, a, a, a really, really late game where yeah, there was I think it was me and Armand that were done at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they bad lost times. by, like, a really bad margin. And oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that road trip again. Um, yeah, it's, it's obviously something where we all want a goalie that's – we would love a top five goalie. Like, I don't think that there is anything that I wouldn't give up within reason to have UC Soros on our team. Like, whoo, whoo, <laughs> that would be great.
that would be great. And you can't have everybody, but it would be nice to have a goalie. And if that's Wool, then even better. And we will never, ever, ever, ever let him leave if he ends up being that for us. Uh, mm -hmm. Guys, make sure we're going to be doing the press conference in just a minute. So uh, please get your questions in on the chat because Harnish and I are going to be answering your questions. Please make sure you hit, is it here? Like over here. Like and subscribe right over here. And, uh, you know, we're going to be back in a couple days. I won't be back till next week. But we are going to be doing your questions here. So make sure you drop your questions into the chat. It can be about hockey. It can be about chocolate it can be about whatever you want it to be about we will answer it um so yeah obviously i'm stoked that the leafs won the game tonight i really didn't think i <laughs> to begin the game i was like they're gonna lose this game just by how they were playing but <laughs> the more the game went on the better they played and i just hope that they ride how well they played into the next game because that would be nice it seems like we haven't had a lot of like continuum through any of the games so far you know what i mean there's no been uh -huh. there hasn't been any like ball that we're rolling on that like we're staying on top of so far yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, hopefully, I mean, um, yeah, there, there's nothing to to say that the Leafs won't, right? I I, I am a very, uh, I guess, like a positive Leafs fan, where I'm like, all right, we win this game, we're we're winning the next five, we're we're doing really really well. Um, but yeah, like one other guy that was added onto the team uh, for this game was Pontus Holmberg, right? Yeah. Um, I think he he really really did a lot. Uh, like he he did a lot. I think he he played really really well it's like that minton just couldn't get it going in uh in uh uh in the limited time that we saw him but he's yeah. a young guy uh but yeah having pond is back really really good and the flexibility that keep has shown i mean i'm expecting i'm expecting the leafs to finally like come out of this little slunk uh little slip that they had in the last couple of games and put on a good showing yeah we can only hope for that right like yeah I, I mean, Holmberg, he didn't get a chance to play a lot tonight just because there was so much time on the PK. And there exactly. was so much time that they were from behind that they didn't really... He didn't get as many opportunities as I think maybe he would have wanted. Maybe Keith would have wanted him to look to play. But the times that he was on the ice, he was noticeable. He's he's a big dude. Again, kind of like Matthew Nyes. He's built yeah. very similarly. They don't look alike, but they're built in a very similar fashion. They're both really strong on the puck. Really good. Um, on the four check against the other team, which is really nice to see, obviously. And I hope that he gets another chance in the next coming weeks. I hope uh, Nikki Bobby gets another chance coming up in the next couple of weeks too. Ooh, but he is doing yeah. really well in the AHL, so I wouldn't mind letting him simmer down there a little bit. Uh, yeah. What are your so questions from the chat? What are your names? Uh, I'm Lauren Williamson, <laughs> and I'm Hardish Patel. <laughs> there you go. There's one done. Uh, so Steve Dangle is not live streaming Hockey Night in Canada games anymore. No, no, because uh -huh. he is ours now. You cannot have him <laughs> only Sportsnet. With SDPN. He is only with SDPN. <laughs> he has his own channel, of course. Please make sure you guys go watch the LFR. Uh, we love Steve. I saw him a couple weeks ago, and he's just uh, he is just a fucking delight. That guy. Um, if you are Brad for living, who are you looking at for the solution on the blue line? Shake up who we have or trade for one better? Oh, Ken, that's a great question. Yeah. That's uh, that's a tough one. Do Do you want me to start with that? I have an answer, but go ahead. Okay. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough because what's the one thing that, that we've criticized or that's that's been a glaring issue for the Leafs? Their not, offense, right? Their offense generation. The exactly. Exactly. And we thought that Klingberg would be a temporary bedded. I don't think he's a, he's a solution. Not, not at all because he's so... He is what you get, right? He's he's really bad <laughs> defensively, yeah. but 
when he's out there on the power play or, or when he's out there um in the like in an offensive minded situation he's fantastic right yeah he's getting a lot of chances riley had a chance uh last game as well um but that's something that that you got to kind of work with uh mccabe i kind of want to see a little bit more out of him uh i think he had an, he had a pretty good game today but he jumped up in the play a few times tonight but yeah, to the point yeah. where I'm like, mm, you're not that good, though. So please stop. Um, Especially when he's paired with Lilligren, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, golly. That was such a watch. <laughs> um, yeah. So they put up a stat <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, on the game tonight. The Leafs still have no goals from their defense. They are tied for last Last. Place. <laughs> yeah. Last place. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think changes need to be made. I think at some point changes will probably be made. I think that the wrong, if you've watched any of my streams so far this year, you know that I already, you already know that I think that the wrong signing was made. I think that they should have gotten a player like Matt Dumba, who was the same price and playing in Arizona instead. Um, I think at some point there has to be a trade made on the blue line just by yes. proxy. Um, I think who do you that- think the casuals do? Oh God, I uh, we don't have that long. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it's Klingberg just because they just signed him. It, it, could yeah. it could it be? Sure. I don't think it's Jake McCabe. It's obviously not Morgan Riley. I don't think they're trading T.J. Brody, even though lots of people are suggesting it. He is so steady and he's so good, and he has such a low goals expected against average when he's on the ice. He is like. Wise, what are we going to do with the Brody slide? Come on, get your head straight. Get your head straight again. Like, we're not trading TJ Brody. It's either yeah, going to no. be Timothy Lilligren and yes. a rookie for someone better, or it's mm-hmm. Klingberg and a rookie for someone even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think you hit the nail. Uh, yeah, I think you got it right there. Like, um, Lilligren that's... has these moments where he's really good, and then other times yeah. you're like, you cannot be doing making decisions like that. And there were... He's gotten lucky. He hasn't been burned really bad so far. But last mm. season, there was more than a couple of plays where I was like, oh, my heavens, what are you doing? Like, some of his decision-making is great. And I think we all wish that the Sandy and Lilligren pairing from the Marlies translated to the NHL the way that we all hoped and prayed that it would. But it's yeah. clear that that isn't the way. And so I think if any casualties are going to happen, I think maybe it starts with the player whose last name is Lilligren. I agree. I, I and for exactly the same reasons as you stated. Um I it's unfortunate. I loved when we signed Lilligren because he he dropped in the draft. He was what was he touted for? Like a top top six, top seven pick or whatnot, Something right? Like that. Is a yeah, he's a guy that that we've developed, but that he's getting up there in age. Down too. Yeah, he's he's what twenty four, going twenty five this yeah. year. Um, he has he he just makes those those bad hockey IQ plays. Today he, I mean, he had a he had a pretty good uh, a pretty good takeaway on a on a rush by the Lightning. But yeah, yeah, he it's it's stuff like that where I think he is the the one that that you kind of you're, you're gonna kind of have to yeah get rid of yeah yeah. It's unfortunate because I would want to see him there. I, I, there's so much positives with this game. It's just and we just I want it to happen kind of... so bad. Like I feel like we're all trying to will it into existence that he's going to like take this next step that we've all been waiting for. Exactly, but it just hasn't fucking happened, and it mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's going to. Like 
I think we yeah. were all kind of hoping maybe he takes some time over the summer and is maybe maybe able to more secure his spot in the top six. But like, I'm not super attached to him, and I'm sorry to say that because I love Timothy Lilligren as a player. I think he does have some exceptional moments. But I really feel like the more he plays for us, the less value that he has because his shortcomings are, they're just so magnified under the Leafs. And I mm -hmm. feel like if you're on another team, maybe there's not as many of those plays, right? Like think about like Jake Gardner on the Leafs, right? Like we depended on him too much. And then he had his really good moments, but then he would have these defensive lapses where it was like, game ending or season ending yeah. or series ending that and Lily Grin has had those and yeah. on another team that's maybe better defensively those kinds of things don't happen as often and, and parents make make lines right so yes um like what when uh Lily started off and he was paired with Gio I mean they worked really well together because Gio was that mainstay guy that can just lock down the D while Lily has fun out there with the forwards right yeah. um but as Gio ages and whatnot he just can't keep up anymore um it just the parent just doesn't work they just they just get get completely caved in right so yeah maybe it, it just like you said maybe it's just a change of scenario that he needs a changing partner and maybe he can flourish right but on this lineup right now as the leaves are constructed i don't see it dave gerard in the chat trade lilligren and klingberg for one great defensive d and then use humans with g <laughs> i would subscribe to that trade both, of them. <laughs> trade both of them why not think about how much cap space that is that's like yeah, what yeah. 5.3 what's lilligren making these days 1.4 but what are you gonna get for for what are you going to get for them? You That's can get the bigger a lot. Problem, okay. Right? Okay. In hindsight, Klingberg had no business asking for $8 million. I can't imagine. Imagine if someone, imagine <laughs> if like Vancouver had signed him to $8 million. Oh my God. Um, they didn't Nightmare. and we didn't. And I think that you can get a pretty solid D, D for $5 million. I'm going to look it up. And then when I, when we stream together next, we can talk about it. Okay. Um, we should probably wrap the stream up there. What do you think? You got anything yep. else? You got anything else for tonight? Does anybody else have any more nope. questions in the chat? Get them in. Uh, we're just going to wrap up the chat here. Obviously, uh, great game at the end. <laughs> Tough game to start. <laughs> the first 30 minutes were kind of brutal to watch, but got better yeah. as the last 30 minutes went on. And following that 30 minutes, you decided to be here in our living room slash bedrooms with us. So thank you for coming over. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, don't forget to drink water. Uh, make sure you guys hit like and subscribe. Make sure you share the stream. If you like the stream, please come back. We are live after every single Leafs game. And uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be excited and talking about all of the non-existent controversies that we that we make up in our brains for the rest <laughs> of the season. So uh, go Leafs go, go wall, go, brick wall, let's fucking go. Big save. Matthew Nice has arrived. Have a good night, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the sixth. Harnish, you're on yeah, this side. Yeah, my name is Harnish Patel. You can find me on Twitter at Harnish underscore Patel 98. Let's go. Dumber for, Dumber for the Norse on the Leafs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great night, everybody.